Yeah. We've been doing area for the last couple of weeks, reviewing area and how to do that. Uh, and there yeah. has been some fraction calculations, which has been helpful because I forgot how to do all that. <laughs> like cross, cross multiply, motherfucker. The principal actually helped uh, one day with that because I didn't remember how to do make a fraction into an improper one. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this, kids. Sorry. Make it into an improper up. fraction? Yeah. So if you have like two. So you can like add or whatever? Multiply. Yeah. So we'd figured out adding and subtracting a while ago, but multiply, <laughs> divide, no. So we had to one, we had to do like two and three fourths times like five and two fifths. Yeah. So like the principal reviewed with them how to do that. And I'm like, ah, yes, that's how this works. Thank you. <laughs> I had no idea. I had the to way look you up do on it the is internet. You, you I, put I, your phone out. That doesn't tell you the step, though. And how right. The step is get it. your phone out. God no. damn it. And we oh finally got God. calculators. You guys, you're hurting me. Like, physically hurting me. I know. I think of you every day, Chris. I, I, people don't know this? No. Oh, my God. Chris, I haven't used this shit in, like, 20 years. Dude, I... I what the fuck? God damn Nobody... it. Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are sinking our teeth, huh? Huh? Into the first third of Dracula. So as a reminder, if you're reading along at home, that's chapters 1 through 10, if you want to avoid any spoilers. But once you're ready to go, let's get right back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. 20 years in between or so gives you a little bit of perspective yeah. and chill time and like since we're taking it kind of easy with them really make sure we have like a core concept down right because yeah. my kids especially are kind of different levels the, of learning the right? important so, the important thing is to to get the concept really yeah and mm -hmm. yeah the thing is that like all of this information as as you're kind of pointing out like they're not going to remain they're not going to retain it long term if they right. don't like <laughs> unfortunately like the way the way kids learn uh, you're really trying to get the feeling into their head more than mm -hmm. anything because yeah. because yeah the actual like concepts and steps and everything like that's not going to stick around right but you'll be able to reinforce it in later classes uh mm -hmm. different different concepts that'll build on this it's gonna help that they have that uh that feeling there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Have that exposure. Yeah. And they've been struggling. I got to remind them of the stuff we did some of the first week about. We did this like week of inspirational math stuff along with our school norms and whatnot to really just kind of yeah. just drive home like positive math thinking. Inspirational yeah. math. Oh, yeah. I need well, an this, example. There's this Australian woman who just developed this stuff. Uh huh. And there's a whole little curriculum. There's a whole bunch of little videos we watch. And it's about. How do I think, start thinking in like a mathematical way? Yeah. Like going like, oh, we're problem solving and we're trying to figure things out. And that it's okay. Like, where's the whole day? It was like, it's okay if you struggle with concepts and with problems yeah. because you're just, you've never seen it before. 
right. and you're growing from it. Like it's okay if it's hard at first; it should be because you've never done it before. Right. It's like so. Don't just like a lot of kids; they just want to throw in the towel when they encounter they anything hard. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, just keep working through it. And I keep telling them too. I'm like, it's okay if you get a problem wrong. Right. Yeah. It's okay if you don't know. Like especially with like our warm ups we do. Like that's just to get you in a math mindset. Like it's okay if you don't finish it or don't understand part of it. Just show me that you like tried. Right. And stuff like that. And if it's everyone's talk I've been lately if everyone's having a real hot tough time, we do it together. Yeah. So that way they can see the steps and I can ask them Honestly to I fill think, in the pieces. So I think the worst thing about about uh path education, honestly, the thing that keeps people uh from learning it properly is just the fact that they're graded. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I do too. I've got kids already worrying about that because I have two grades in and yeah. it was just my grading their warm ups and they're worth ten points a week. Yeah. So since nothing else is in though, like some kids didn't take it seriously, so they have like a fifty right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, guys, it's two grades, two <laughs> weeks of warm ups. They're only worth 10 points, so I'm like, yep. by the end of the quarter, your grade will be different, because you'll have had some tests, <laughs> more work coming in now with the proximity people, like, yeah. you're going to be okay, and like, there's already some kids that are worried about it, and I think you're yeah. right, like, it's going to make them feel more nervous than they already do about math. Exactly. You know, make and I'm them, like, we're... Make them calculate how well they have to do the rest of the class to get an A. Oh my god. Well, I don't know what all the assignments <laughs> are, so... <laughs> I would Tell do that them. if we knew what the assignments were oh, and yeah. like, all that's the fair. shit, and I if, don't. That's called if, a variable. If, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That's that's kind of exactly what I'm talking about, though. Like, like we're, we're really focused in this country for some reason on people getting A's. Yeah. yeah. Like, other, other places are like, did you pass? Like, that's right. great. It's like, do you understand <laughs> the concepts that were in your class? That doesn't like, matter like, if you, you did. Did you get a 50% on the test? Perfect. Awesome. Mm -hmm. An ordinary wizarding level. Yeah, exactly. And even I'm trying to kind of shift, like, we had a PLT, a teacher thing about, like, how we're going to be trying to really be data-driven at school, but it's to understand our students better and, like, what their, where their capabilities are right now, where they need some help, that kind of stuff. So we had a test on Friday... Although we could just call it a mastery assessment, which is, I like better, that yeah. term better. And I'm like, guys, yeah, this is hard. You guys are struggling. But what this is to tell me and Miss Wilkerson, who's been running the math stuff, like, did you understand the concepts here or not? Right. Like, it's like, it's okay if you didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that just tells us, hey, you need to, we need to spend some more time with this on you and practice more and really help you understand what we're doing here. Yeah, like it's not your bad math student. It's they should, we need to spend for, more time on it for stuff yeah. like that. Like uh, you should just not give them a grade for it, right? Right. Well, I mean, like, unfortunately, that we did it on a, a program that does that. Yeah, yeah. it, it, it just well, it tells them the percentage they got right based on like the number. But I think there's only ten questions, so if you miss yeah. a few, but like right. I told them that's okay. So one kid's like, I only got a ten percent. I'm like, that's okay. That just tells us where you're at in the learning process here. Yep. Yeah. Like. I really tried to drive that home, so I'm like, don't stress about it. Do what you can here, guys. You yeah. know, because, sure, there is an answer you're supposed to give for this, but I just going to, again, this is to let us know where you're at in learning this. Not, even, even not to like, evaluate you. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Not like not like when we were kids. Even, <laughs> even a college kid would, 
you would you would think that like at that point they uh i don't know i think there are certain people who who would be able to deal with that if you gave them a test that's like way too hard yeah oh i wouldn't have figure out to figure out where they are right yeah i that's a was a newer but, concept but, uh, in life like, some some people would see that and they would think these are the things that I have to learn and they would like, you know, get their shit together and like, uh, you know, redouble their efforts. And some people would see that and just fucking drop the class. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if so I could, it's like, like I didn't those, go to half of mine. So those those kinds of things like, yeah, really the best thing you could do is just say like. Hey, we're we're doing this to figure out what your skills are. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be graded. It's not going to be part of your final score or anything right. like that. I wish like, that had been done. It's, it's just for you, and it's yeah. just for me. I wish that had been done. And like you said, that we weren't so concerned about grades in our society. Because yeah. as I've re- as we all realize, like grades don't really matter in life. <laughs> no, they don't. Like, it's the old <laughs> mantra where you got to get good grades to get into a good yeah. college, to get a good job, to then have a lot of money and a big house and a bunch of you kids. Can, but that's all been blown up anyway. You can go to an okay college and still get a good yeah, job. Yeah, exactly. You can, uh, you can not go to college and still get a good job. Yeah, depending mm-hmm. what you're doing. Uh, well, I mean, you could do my job without going to college. Mm-hmm. You can. Uh, and I'm the first one to tell kids who are interested in, in computers and tech stuff, like, hey guys, you don't necessarily have to go to college yeah. Like, you can learn the skills you need, depending on what you want to do, like, yeah. independent of college. Yep. And get a good job. And if that's what you're really into, and you're, you know, on that path, I'd be like, just jump into that. Like, I don't, was, I was don't saddle yourself with all the debt. Like, like get a get a $40 book on Python and just go through yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And there's tons of programs online people can learn from. Yeah. There's boot camps in pretty much even every kind of mid-sized city. We've yeah. got some boot camps over at, over in Greensboro that the whole region can use access to be like, learn like data security and other things. Yeah. Like there's stuff you can do, which is good, thankfully, that while you still have to pay for some of them, isn't nearly as bad as racking up like $100,000 in oh debt depending on what school you yeah. go to. So like, but yeah, like grades don't matter because i didn't do great <laughs> in college i still got into grad school for what i wanted to do mm-hmm. i did great there so if we needed grades again that would come out but like nobody asks what you got in college nobody asks no. what you got in high school especially it's not like, after did you... a couple of years yeah. yeah it's like like you said chris it's like did you pass or not right that's really all anyone cares about i right. graduated yep. yeah that's all my grandpa cared but he used to tell because my mom told me when i was struggling like college like She's like, when your grandfather went and recruited down in Rolla, like, sure, he wanted guys to pass, but he's, his thing was like, a college degree just tells me that you know how to think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can train you to do everything else you need to do here. Right. Exactly. And to specialize some more. But just lets me know that you have the, that you know how to think and do this work. Especially yeah. for the engineers, that you know how to think appropriately for the job that we're doing. So Unfortunately, though, like, that, that attitude, especially, uh, especially for people our age, because we had, uh, we had boomers telling us that, right? <laughs> like that's that's yeah. what I heard all the time. Like, yes, college degree very important because uh, that's that's how that's what uh, they thought. That's how yeah. employers like know that you know how to think or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out that like uh, after I graduated, every employer was like, uh, uh, "Did you like 
entry entry level positions like okay do you have a college degree and five years of experience yeah right and then, like and then what uh, the you go and look at like programmer humor and they're talking mm-hmm. about like some technology that's only existed for six months and they're like we want <laughs> yeah. you to have five plus years experience yep. in this uh-huh. or like the like, one that's out longer do you have 10 years of experience in this so like dude this has yes. only existed for five i <laughs> i am from the future yep <laughs> yeah it's totally ridiculous and uh-huh. arbitrary and honestly i think we need to get rid of the uh computer sorting for job candidates too yes like it just doesn't do because we don't know how to do it well like the average hr person does not know how to basically think, encode they, that shit for good results so they just I need think to drop the AI it ai is probably better than the hr people to be honest it is but it's only as good with what you tell it like you know like the the HR and like tech recruiters especially have absolutely no idea about technology. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. like kind of fucking funny. But well, if you don't you get, get an AI those... that's been trained well, then it's not good either. Yeah. So... That's how you get those requirements. They're like, I want you to write in Swift and have done it for 20 years. Because yep. like, yeah. in general, I would have wanted someone with Excel like a lot of years of experience. But I don't know yeah. what that is or any context of how long it's been around. So Right. Like, it's just all kind of a cluster right now, and I'm like, can we just stop? Yeah. Like, seriously, clearly it's broken. You can... Let's, let's try to understand it and fix it. Next time next time you want someone with lots of experience in Excel, you should actually just put in there, like, I want someone who knows Lotus 1, 2, 3. There you go. <laughs> yes. Because, because then you know you're getting someone who's at least 50. <laughs> yeah. And, if they, and like hey. you said, like, the point if they understand the question, then clearly they're the person for you. Yeah, and my company worked on Lotus Notes for like three years when I went there, so I'm not 50, yeah. and I know Lotus. But one, you've two, got three. some experience there, so you can <laughs> fill in there, right? So I take offense to that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 10 years younger than that. Like, how dare you? <laughs> but we've also been doing uh, iReady diagnosis this week. Yeah. Diagnostics. And iReady is a program we use that basically. Gives kids like personalized instruction to like boost their reading and math skills. Yeah, and a it's been a clusterfuck getting them to do this in the last period of the day, and b like the kids who finished reading, like they're doing okay. Like the ones who actually finished are the kids who are like in the ESL sp- programs. Yeah, that's, so that's what my mom has. Uh, my mom did ESL in a, yeah. a an underserved school district, shall we say? Well, that's ours. Um, our school. Yeah. And uh, basically, she she said they, you know, ESL kids really fall into two camps. They're the ones that, like, really get pushed to work hard. Mm-hmm. And they then do. they're the ones that are, like, again, like, just falling by the wayside. Right. Well, and the weird um, thing about these kids is they did okay, but, like, they got, like, their reading level is it showed as, like, at a grade three or four. Right. But I'm like, that's okay if English is your second language. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay with that. That's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be in sixth grade and do that, but like, some of the other kids are finishing, I'm like, oh boy. We like, never would, it's I almost be, like the last two years didn't count. <laughs> I would be shocked if I had a third grade reading level in any of my second languages. Seriously. Yeah. Like, Me too. I, I have children's books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a good way to learn. I yeah. was happy in Japanese when I could read it like a second grade level. <laughs> yeah. No, I I uh I took a test, right? Like they there's a there's a test online where you can find your English vocabulary. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
and I think I think my vocabulary it estimated at like thirty two thousand words or something. Nice. Um, I think I've done those two before. But I I took a I took a, a Japanese one and it was like you know I don't know like six thousand words maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not bad. That's like that's okay. a lot of words, yo. First second like, language. That's but but that's it's a lot. like. You have uh, you have the vocabulary of a, a six year old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like okay. Yeah, but still, I, I don't think I don't think the vocabulary I have is the same as a six year old. No, but hey, <laughs> guess what? Six year olds can get around in Japan just fine. That's right. That's right. They can yeah. contribute to life as a kid there at least just fine. Yeah, yeah. they can. They learn they from can that cute. Let's send like three year olds on quests to get stuff. <laughs> Like you'd be doing just great. <laughs> no, no, that like I'm I'm that kid who fucks off and doesn't do anything. Though. Like they send him home to make orange juice, and he's like, I, I, "I'm gonna go play outside." Fuck yep. that. Yep. And then his grandparents are all thirsty, went wondering where he is. Yep. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess speaking of reading a vocabulary, oh, we should yeah. probably talk about this book instead. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of English as a second language, like, did uh, did you like how he was basically an English tutor for Dracula in there? That was interesting. Oh, yeah. It's like, hang out and let me speak English at you. Yep. Yeah. So I don't seem like a weirdo when I show up in London town, like I mean, a too a... old Hungarian count, like he's <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. So, so you know that that that's a good way to learn. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you can find someone to do that. Yeah, yeah. And lock them in your castle, <laughs> like you do. Yep, just well, trick him like, with like cigars just, and good meals. And, yeah, just yeah. show him that pile of gold and be like, "Here, you can have some of this when you leave." Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is this is my ideal situation. Yeah, <laughs> I would Somebody... happily do that for some foreign noble family. Totally. Yeah, I'll travel abroad and let you talk English at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What not? Just. Don't mm-hmm. let your weird sister wives like suck my blood. That's where I draw without the line. Being, I, without I might consent, be okay with that too. Yeah, <laughs> we got consent. You just, <laughs> just can't kill me. First. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't yeah. kill me. That's all. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, what did you guys think of this first section? I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I. Really I wasn't liked sure it. how I was going to feel about reading a book from what eighteen ninety seven. Uh huh. So from a long ass been, time ago. Yeah. Pretty good read, honestly. Yeah, like, I I liked, I've enjoyed it. I like the I liked format a lot of it. The the pacing, mm-hmm. yeah. How Pacing's how really like good. it it starts off, you know, slow travelogue, and then mm-hmm. weird shit happens, and then more weird shit happens, and basically <laughs> as things start compounding, right? Like everything speeds up a little bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, like like you just I don't. <sighs> I don't have a good way to put it, I guess. I should have prepared more. <laughs> but no, like like uh yeah, it's just it it has a way of of building the tension, I guess. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah. While I was reading it, I really wished I didn't know anything about vampires. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Know anything about the Dracula myth that... because I I feel like all of this uh, sort of intrigue that they're mm-hmm. building about it like I'm like, oh yeah, well he's a bat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we he's, know this, unfortunately. He's, he's a, a scary dog, yeah. Oh but yeah. It would have been really cool 
if we had not had this in our culture, if we'd been able to read this back in like 1897. Right. Yeah. When it was and, all so new, like have no idea that this is how these, how vampires work and stuff. So, you know, right. so I was, I was trying to read from that point of view, I guess. Yeah. Trying to, trying to think about it like as if I, I didn't know all these things about Dracula <laughs> <Yeah>. or vampires <laughs> right. in well, general. And I've been reading this guy, this little like notes along with it course thing that, has this professor who talks about stuff. There's really cool. He does analyses of the book a bit yeah. to help us under, help understand like the context and the culture. Oh, nice. The Victorian period. Do you remember the really, guy's name? I can look him up here. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, <laughs> let's Rest see. In this, peace. Right. This is Stanley Stepanich, professor of Slavic languages and literatures at the University of Virginia. Ah, weird. So it's on this course hero thing. Hmm. Okay, but it's been really neat. Like every chapter, he breaks it down and talks about like the cultural aspects, kind of what Victorian society thought about these things. Yeah, yeah. and like how men were supposed to be men of action. Like <laughs> men are action; they're doers. Right. They go through things. So Harker being trapped in the castle is just like this total, like flip on its head, like of the Victorian expectation of what you can do in life, and like that you can't get out and escape very easily for a lot of this, and that his abilities to do like his profession and other things are taken from him. Yeah, and the same when talking about the roles between Mina and Lucy, like how Lucy's going to get to live that kind of genteel noble woman life yeah and but mina Mina won't is a working lady yeah but then her whole thing becomes too like how can i be helpful to my husband right and all this stuff like so that even though we're just going to basically scrape by because what happens if you're not a noble person in victorian era like i'm going to be useful in that whole kind of like dignity and working if you have to work make it dignified it's kind of it's kind of um interesting i guess because uh you know, they're like middle class, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't see a lot of that in literature for whatever reason. Yeah, especially not at this time. Yeah. I think it's because it's so new though, and like Stoker's I mean, really trying to like there's play with conventions here. In like, you know, an artisan class, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, like this yeah. this kind of uh like he's a he's a solicitor. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, just newly made solicitor yeah right so he's gonna have an okay middle class life but it's still not gonna be nearly as easy as a noble yeah you know as an aristocrat's life and then dracula trying to like get that back on his side of things and and they even talked about like the juxtaposition of like the vampire women being powerful yeah in that situation even Mm -hmm. though they're kept there by dracula they're they have the power here and they're the opposite of the genteel Victorian ladies like Lucy and Mina are. Right. So they're and expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's been neat to kind of root it in that. And they brings up too like people didn't have any idea what these concepts were. When right. These came yeah. out and it hadn't been defined, well-defined either. There's yeah. a lot of blending here between werewolves and vampires as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like historically speaking, like any time a woman has had any sort of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Authority, authority, or power, or self determination. I think uh, they'll be like, "Oh, they're fucking witches!" Like, <laughs> yeah, women who do things they want to do instead of what we want to do, like burn they're, them. 
They're they're witches or they're like total sluts. Like <laughs> right. uh, brides of the devil. Yeah, and the only the only time you don't see something like that is uh like Queen Elizabeth, right? Yeah. Original the, Queen Elizabeth. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> Where like everyone in the country was like, "No, don't fuck with our queen." That's right. Yeah, the queen mother. Yeah, that's the same note I had, by the way, uh, back to what you're saying before. It was like, I'm, I'm wondering how much of this at the time people would have been like, oh, two bite marks on the neck, like definitely vampire. Like, yeah, she's getting like drained. I don't I don't think people who spoke English probably had like a, you know. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that there's really like a, a local vampire myth before this. No, I, I guess you're right about that. Like, that's more of a. Romanian or like uh, Ro- Romani type of mythology, or like South American, even. Yeah, <laughs> you think people in Dublin are like ah the chupacabra nailed yep. it. He's That's here. what it was. The, the goat whole sucker. <laughs> or they're like it's aliens. Clearly, yeah, yeah, clearly aliens. Yeah, I'll say like in general, like the the first part I really liked a lot, where he was like going to Dracula's castle. I thought that uh-huh. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, paced really well. And even some of the parts with Lucy and Mina, I'm like, yeah, okay. But kind of like, yeah, I get it. She's sick and she's sort of better. And yeah. And she's sick and she's kind of better. She's kind of better, but she's sick. <laughs> I think, I think again, that, that would have landed better if you didn't already know what was going on. Right. Exactly. Like, like, because we're like, oh yeah, it's a vampire. Like, let's speed this up. how long does it take to drain this woman of her life force yeah yeah like we don't we don't need this over and over again because we're already familiar but for other people i think it would you know it would build on the tension a lot more if they were like there's this weird sickness and we don't know what the fuck it is yeah and like why does she keep getting sick oh my god like they gave her a transfusion like she's sick again it didn't work (laughs) where's all her blood going where is it going if she had blood this much, where's all the blood? It's it's a mystery, for sure. <laughs> so, I had, like, kind of a general question about the way... Like, the way people are, like, ex- contemporaneously taking notes in these, like, correspondence seemed a mm-hmm. little bit odd to me. Like, kind of weird how they're, like, in their diary, like, well, this happened... Oh, hold on a second, I'll be right back. All right, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> like... Like, it seemed like they were talking on the phone sometimes more than, like, writing a letter, but... Yeah. Well, maybe that's, that's how they did it back then. Kind of kind of the reason for, like, the whole postscript situation, where it's like... Yeah. I wrote and this long to... letter, and I was about to send it to the mail, and I thought of some other stuff to say, but... Yeah. Well, and you used to be able to send mail several times a day. You'd yep. get mail deliveries multiple yeah. times a day, so it really was, like... Now, not, not from Transylvania, of course, but he was just sending <laughs> his thoughts... Right. There's kind of the expectation, hey, eventually you'll get it, and then you know exactly like how I was thinking and what happened in my day. And if we were in the yeah. same town, in the same city, I could write to you multiple times a day, and that'd be like, that would be like me calling you on the phone right. or sending you a tweet, you know, that type of <laughs> right. thing in today's parlance. Or like and we just don't know what that's like because we don't have multiple mail deliveries per day anymore because yeah. life changed in the last 120 years. Yeah. So... It was just like the the thing for me is like uh, especially the doctor's journal that he's keeping. He'd be like, mm-hmm. "Um, gotta go because my patient just 
like started throwing a fit. Like, yep. Would you really I write think... that down, or would you come back later? Yeah. Like, I was interrupted by my like. Just, I think okay, it depends on what you're doing. Second. Like, let me. I think it depends on if you were were you in the middle of a journal entry or not at the time. Yeah, yeah like hold on, shit. You know, I if you were the be like, God damn it. Yeah, you'd be like, oh yeah, shit's happening. Brb. <laughs> Brb. And then <laughs> and then when you come back to it though, then you know where you were, right? Yeah. You know what you were thinking about, and you can add yeah. on to it from there. Like people did, people who could write well enough and had professions like that did keep yeah copious personal notes. It's just a lot of those were like lost over time or maybe they were had like hey burn my writings on my desk yeah <laughs> if it's not a professional thing like yeah. throw it in the fire right. you know and there were things like that also uh to that to that point uh even mina said in in her uh diary entry or whatever like that uh if you start to start to keep a diary like someone yeah. who's uh um uh, what did she compare it to? Um, so yeah, Mina was saying like if you start keeping a diary, you'll remember shit better. Yeah, something like exactly. that. Yeah. I think is what you're actually you will. Yeah, about. she she was she was talking about um, um, uh, journalists, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. which I guess that's why they call them journal. I don't know. No, probably cause they wrote, because they wrote it down. They journal daily, uh, daily newspapers. But anyway, yeah. um, blah. Right. If you <laughs> if you write more about what you're doing, you'll remember it better. Yeah. And true. so like it isn't even necessarily that at that moment something happened and they wrote it, like they could have come back later and mm-hmm. just written yeah. it that way as right. though it yeah. had happened that way. Right. right. Who well, I also like the big sections where like here's exactly what they said for like four paragraphs. I'm like I can't take <laughs> yeah. dictation like at, at the time, let alone like well, earlier today. Mina... Exactly and Harker this. can. They know yeah. dictation, so they can do that. Yeah. And they're also writing in shorthand, so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, not everyone this. would be able to, but certain people in this book can, essentially. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I liked, I liked how uh, they did actually just use, like, newspaper cuttings for part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that also... Yeah. Lends lends a little bit to that idea of like we have this exactly or whatever. Right. Yeah, and even there, like the, the newspaper article about the ship crashing in or whatever, it was like, mm-hmm. God damn, they wrote a lot of words about this shit. Like, yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. Well, that was the way to get it to everybody. Like, you didn't have radio. There was no news broadcasts. Nothing like that. So. Very detailed about this. Yeah, thing. I mean, well, that way you'd be well informed, right? Yeah, I get I get a lot of details about like I don't know, K-pop people showing up at the airport. So <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I think some places they still do that. Good detail. It could be journalism. The we most just don't interesting anymore. thing that ever happened to Whitby in ages. So yeah, it probably we're just was here today. We're so obsessed with it. the quick bites, thanks to our perceived short attention spans. I mean, I think. I think, like, that area of England, people still kind of consider it, like, the ass end of nowhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> Only really good for right. a, a getaway to somewhere quiet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, do you want to get into some specific notes? Yeah, let's do it. There's a lot of shit that happened in this. Like, I'm glad we mm-hmm. broke this into thirds, because, good lord, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going off written notes, so good luck, everybody. 
<laughs> Travis's own version of shorthand. Shorthand, like, yeah. No one will be able to read this but me. I feel like maybe you should learn shorthand, and then you can read your notes better. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't Make like learning different writing systems like me? <laughs> so, so, yeah. We open with uh, Jonathan Harker, right? Mm-hmm. His journal, which we've noted, is kept in shorthand. On his way, May the 1st, to Budapest. Budapest. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a wonderful place from the glimpse that I got from the train, says he. Yep. My mom and, liked uh, it when she went. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of her favorite places she visited in, when she was in Italy for a year in college. Uh, yeah. Also, let me back up and, like, there's really, like, kind of three main storylines in this first section. And so yeah. it's, like, Jonathan and Dracula... Mm-hmm. And Doctor Seward and Renfield, and mm-hmm. then yep. Doctor Seward and Mina and Lucy, yeah, and all their shit going on. But uh, Jonathan's was the part I liked the most because I, yeah, he is like the with the benefit of me knowing what's happening in this book. Like he's the dumbest guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I meet these locals, they're like crossing themselves and giving me religious trinkets. Like what the hell? Well, well, he doesn't I, I know. Think, I think I think he treats it the same way I would, which is like, oh, these superstitious fucking idiots. He does <laughs> that. That professor yeah. brought that up. He's the perfect embodiment of the modern Victorian man ah. who goes to the British Museum to learn about these weird Easterners before departing to yeah. Transylvania, the far-flung corner of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. I mean, at least he did that instead of just yeah. going out. He did, yeah, you're right there. <laughs> at He's least, like, he, but at he, least he brought, like, a, the, a book. Yeah, you know? but he does he definitely... like, a... a a dictionary at least like he's right. trying to speak german to people yeah you know his polyglot well because that was he's, one he's, of the he, languages the empire would speak you would think so but but he's you know he's he's not just showing up and yelling at everybody in <laughs> no English. no but he does come with that mindset of oh look at these superstitious peasants yeah exactly. we in the west are like we in the we in like Budapest or in Vienna and in London know clearly know better. We're the epitome of the modern Western people. Yes. We surpassed this, but all these colorful yokels haven't. Yep. It's like so I will look right. upon them favorably as those who don't know, but I do know. Yeah. 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 Until so, shit goes down and then he's like, ah, oh, that yep. lady. They were onto something, <laughs> she turns was out. So nice to give yeah. you this. Yep. Good thing. Good but we'll get thing. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So apparently this guy's off to Transylvania to meet a noble, like a count, perhaps. And uh, a, a castle Dracula with no exact position on any map. Yeah, so. it's not a duke, unfortunately, for Danielle. Yeah, she's not in, <laughs> she's not in on it. Nope. Uh, he talks a lot about the area being like... Um, he mentions a lot of different nationalities and how it's kind of mm-hmm. like a blend there. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it still is. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, talking about it as like an imaginative whirlpool. Like every superstition in the world is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also liked he said how the women looked pretty until he got really near to them. So, <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> oh man. Ouch. So they all they all have butter faces in Romania, says Jonathan. Well, uh, then it's Hungary. Got to remember that too. Yeah, Transylvania it, was Hungarian for five hundred years. And he mentions a lot of Slavic people not wearing Adidas tracksuits. What? Yeah. So you know this is a different time. Yet, man. Not, not listening to the to the hard bass. <laughs> nope. Right. Squatting everywhere. Violins and accordions instead, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
So this guy, Dracula, has made arrangements for him at the, the Golden Crone Hotel and left a letter. It's like, Dear my friend, welcome to the Carpathians. Pick you up at the Borgo Pass in my carriage. Less than three, Dracula. Mm-hmm. And when Jonathan's asking uh, his landlords, like, you know anything about this Dracula guy? They're all all of a sudden don't understand his German very well. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, like we said, some old ladies accosting him, like very upset. Like, do you have to go to do this? Like, and again, he's like, this is fine. It's like, don't you know this is Saint George's Day when all evil things have sway over us? Oh fuck, my yeah. dear lady, no. Jeez. Like it again. The you benefit of having saints. seen seen a bunch of like horror movies like yeah he's he's ignoring all the signs guys like yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh there's someone yelling at the screen yep <laughs> don't go there. in there mm-hmm. <laughs> don't do it don't go into hungary <laughs> just don't stay in the austrian side <laughs> but yeah she gives him a crucifix uh but he's english so he has no idea what to do with it Yep. And puts a rosary around his neck. Yep. And he receives many pitying looks from the villagers as his coach appro- approaches the castle. Yep. Uh, it's like, strange, all these people are saying words like Satan and witch and vampire. <laughs> I will have to ask the Count about this later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> yep. They, uh, the coach speeds away over failing roads and falling darkness up a very steep mountain pass. The other passengers are... Uh, urging further speed as the darker it gets. And they also give a bunch of trinkets and make the sign of the cross, but they don't really explain why they're so excited. But uh, The transfer coach isn't there when they first get there, so the driver's like, well, gotta, gotta get going. But uh, suddenly there is the coach with four black horses. Oh my being God. like, you guys are really early. Right. And someone even like, man, the dead are fast. so uh he switches over to his new coach and takes off racing full speed through the dark woods but apparently going round in circles until he notes almost exactly at midnight that a strange blue flame is appearing out in the distance whoa driver goes off toward it then returns and they ride off again until another blue flame and repeat and repeat crazy and then snow falls and dogs begin howling and then wolves, and they race on until suddenly, uh, though maybe it's in a dream, they're surrounded by terrifying wolves. But the driver comes back and like, waves them away, and Jonathan realizes they have reached the castle. Oh my dun, god. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So he's brought to the front door of the probably not as big as it looked castle. Uh, no idea what that says. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's left there, uh, and we're given a hint about what he's even doing there. So, uh, like we said before, he's a newly minted solicitor mm-hmm. brought to explain a recent purchase in London town. So, big heavy doors creak open, and there stands Dracula himself, described oh, as an old man, tall, clean-shaven except for long white mustache, clad all in black, no color to him at all. He speaks in excellent English, but with strange accents, basically. Uh, welcomes him kindly, shakes his hand, his own feeling strong, icy, and dead. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's your first hint. Yep. If you and again... You know, the the <laughs> flame and the wolves and... That yeah. wasn't enough yet. Yeah, like telepathically uh, commanding wolves was one thing, but, you know, 
Yeah, I right. guess he didn't realize the driver was the same yet, but at that point. Um, no. Uh, and again, I'm kind of like, how exactly would this old stone castle have seemed to an English guy from the 1800s? Like, would just be like, oh, it's kind of nice, or would it just be exactly as creepy as I think it would be? I mean, if it's if it's a castle castle, yeah. then yeah, it, like yeah, it hasn't been really maintained for a little while. We're not, we're not and... talking about like a like a palace or something, you yeah. know. Yeah, we're, we're talking about like a, a you know battlements and like you know towers and spires yeah. and yeah. was not converted into a manor house. Yeah, right. So like like it would have been probably really cold anywhere there wasn't fire going. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it would have been uh probably really uh I don't know, like certain places would probably be cramped. It seems like it seems like part of it probably had been uh you know, furnished well and updated and everything. Right. Yeah. But like for the most part he was saying that it was like all really old. Yeah. So it would have been really creepy like, to him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a little creepy. Um Yeah, Dracula leads him down corridors and stairs and into his room where a fire's already going. It's like, I'm sure you're hungry, so make your toilet. Come get some supper. But I already ate, so I won't be eating. Right. Also, here's a nice cigar, which I also won't be having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just for you, dear guest. Just yeah, just a note. Like when your host isn't partaking with you, that's a sign. Yeah, at least of something. There's of probably something. angel dust in there. <laughs> probably <laughs> rohypnol or something. Yeah, I yeah. know you like to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> n- always make them uh, participate. Um, <laughs> there's more uh, descriptions of Dracula. Of note, he's got giant eyebrows and hairy mm-hmm. palms yep. and very short fingers, uh, a general pallor and uh, rank breath and sharp teeth. So, yeah, seems like a weird looking guy. Yeah. The hairy palms in particular, like, is that just supposed to be a sign of like being leagued with well, Satan like, or is it I mean, still I mean, the... if, you, well, if you go back to that, like, uh, I don't know, Victorian era, right? Yeah. Like they... It, they had all these things about like um if you talk about like like criminals and stuff about yeah. how oh they have smaller brains yeah um, they're not mm-hmm. as developed or like yeah they have other physical signs somehow mm-hmm. that they're like not uh not fit for society basically yeah. right i got gotcha. you and uh so this this all would have been things that they would have immediately noted as like oh this this guy is like not a not a smart modern man or something <laughs> mm-hmm. right. yeah he's kind yeah, of a weird all these dude. little clues kind of a weird looking guy and stinky breath too so yeah yeah uh he gives him a letter of intro from mr hawkins who's like his boss yep and then they're serenaded by wolves and yes this is where he's like listen to them the children of the night what music they make like this is where I'd be like, I'm checking out tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will stay at the La Quinta next door. There you go. Yeah. He's like, anyway, Spanish off to bed. Next to Denny's. <laughs> off to bed. He won't see me until late afternoon because I'm uh, very busy. Right. Of course. Very busy. So, yes, they'd meet the next day in a rather large library filled with English books and newspapers and magazines. And like we said, Dracula wants uh, Jonathan to be his ESL tutor. 
Yeah, so he, he won't wants, seem like a stranger in a strange land when he moves. Wants him to wants him to do the um, find the difference in the highlights for kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Goofus sucks the blood of the uh, townsfolk. The blonde <laughs> asks first. Right. Uh, they also chat about those blue flames, which I uh, I guess they were being like markers of treasures from countless uh, wars that have been fought there. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Will of the Wisps or something. Yep. yep. It's like if you hit the candles with your whip, you'll get a turkey sometimes. So that's yeah. What... yeah. Uh, they go over some papers. Way, yeah. Whoever whoever thought of that, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why are there turkeys like, hidden in there? Yeah. Like, like, why why candles? Yeah. Why are uh, we busting candles? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But now it's, uh, now it's part of the vocabulary of video games, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Just because it was there, I don't know. Something to attach the hitbox to. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go over some papers on the house these purchased, uh, which is like Carfax, Catraface. It's very Carfax. old. Carfax, 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 Carfax. <laughs> Get it's very old, made of very heavy stone, uh, church-like even, right next to an asylum, which he says is good, because these new houses would have killed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> 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 these newer houses with all their sunlight. Believe it? <laughs> yeah, or not. It's like, I love the shade and shadow and being alone with my thoughts. Also, he seems to already know a lot about the place, so much so that he's got an open atlas with... Uh, pictures of London with red circles yep. in his house and the uh, the law offices and Whitby as well. Yep. So, uh, again, they eat well. At least Jonathan does and chat about chat about stuff until the rooster crows and Dragon's like, "Oh crap, <laughs> I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> Is that the rooster shit? I gotta go. Uh, yep. So he starts feeling a little bit uneasy uh, after an incident with uh, with Dracula. Who um, silently enters his room while he's shaving? Uh, it's like strange. I didn't see him in my hand mirror come in. Uh, also, when I cut myself, he was like very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs him oh, by the too throat. Too excited. <laughs> he's like, listen, be careful shaving around here. It's very dangerous in this country. Yeah. But luckily, again, because he had that rosary when he touched that, he's like, okay, I'll leave you be. But throws mm-hmm. the mirror out the window anyway. Like no mirrors. Fuck mirrors. <laughs> Not allowed. It's like, you can go anywhere in this castle you want that isn't locked. P.S. All the other doors are locked. So <laughs> so that means don't go there. <laughs> don't go anywhere. But yeah, he's beginning to realize that he's being held prisoner. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, but I can't talk to Dracula about that. Yep. So uh, <laughs> He confirms that there aren't any other servants there when he sees Dracula making his own bed and like laying out his dinner and disappearing. So... Uh, decides he's going to get him to talk about Romania, which he does at length. Mm-hmm. And the noteworthy thing in that section to me seems to be that he's talking about all this stuff like he was there. Yeah. Right. All these historical events and battles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's Another very, hint. very keen on his and his family's bloodline and blood mm-hmm. in general. Uh, <laughs> Another uh, clue here, Mr. Harker. Yeah. So anyway, um... Dracula's like, hey, I want you to send a letter to your friend saying that you're okay. 
<laughs> and you're going to stay for a month. We're going to take also, a picture like, of you with today's say, newspaper. Say what now? What? <laughs> and also huh? write a letter for like a month from now that says you're on your way home. Yep. Um, and uh, I'll just post it for you. Yeah. It's all also, don't don't fall asleep anywhere that's not your room. Just FYI. So, yeah. Uh, so that's when he decides to hang his crucifix above his bed. And on a uh, a random still night, he peeks his head out for some air. Sees Dracula like exiting his window and crawling down the wall like head first, like a lizard. Yep. And again, he's like, hmm, something not quite right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't put my finger on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some other night, post lizard crawl, he decides to uh, throw caution to the wind and explore the castle anyway. Finding. Uh, seems smart. Yeah. Right. Everything we've seen so far says yes. Please wander around freely. <laughs> That's a good Don't idea. Barricade your door and pray for daylight. Like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's finds that Dracula's bedroom is not actually really locked, and he can bust his way in there. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "I know what I will do." He pulls up a couch and falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when you're breaking and entering somewhere, don't take a nap. Yeah, Wait until you're clear of it. But Leads to he, problems sometimes. He's awoken by a trio of voluptuous women, seemingly deciding mm-hmm. on who might kiss him first. Mm-hmm. One approaches, lowers her head to his neck, and feels her teeth about it, and then Dracula busts in, and he is pissed. He's like, how dare you when I forbade it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tosses them away. Like, <laughs> but... They're like, but we're not going to have anything, like nothing to eat. And he's like, ah, okay. And throws her a sack full of half-smothered children. And they fade <laughs> out the window. Here's dinner, kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Wow. Very casually mentioning, like, a bag full of children. <laughs> yeah. Very casual. I got you takeout. Like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the village nearby. Oh, God. So, yeah. yeah. They kind Two of stars out. on Yelp. But out of the window, and he's overcome with terror. Wakes up in his bed and he's like, "Hmm, Count must have carried he, carried me here, but where's the proof? I wonder." <laughs> did it really happen? Did it really happen, or did I dream all that? Uh. Oh yeah, actually, this is where Dracula tells him to send the three notes out. Like, I'm almost yep. done here, and I'm gonna head out, and then I've arrived safely at uh, Bistritz. And he's like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like, good. This can't be. Can't be good. <laughs> Says here. I'm like. I now knew the span of my life. God help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where he got wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's even that scene where he finds a, a group of gypsies camping on the the yard. He's like, "Oh, guys, over here. <laughs> Send this letter to me? Mina." And they're right? like, "All right, here's a gold coin or whatever." And mm-hmm. they immediately just <laughs> hand it over. <laughs> Dracula's like at his door, like what the hell, Fucking... guys? <laughs> this is this is why people don't trust gypsies, I guess. Well, I mean, it's it's it unfortunate stereotype. stereotype. They didn't seem just reinforcing to really be communicating exactly what was going on. He's like, oh, he wants to mail it. I'll just give it to the count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. Count He's mail it. into town. Like, yeah. Fine. Oh my god. Yeah. Here, this dude said, drop this in the mail. Yeah, Dracula's like, I'll drop it in the fireplace because it is a vile thing and a betrayal of trust. So, yeah. What trust? <laughs> like, come on, Count. You know what you're up to. Yeah. Gaslit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You made me make you. You made me do this to you. It's your fault. 
Uh, yeah, now, after that, he finds that his papers and all of his travel clothes have been taken from him. Oh. So he sees Dracula leaving another evening and uh, wearing his clothes, apparently pretending <laughs> to be him, to both be seen in town and to, like, set him up as, like, you know, he's been stealing all these kids. It's that Jonathan guy. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Must have yep. been him. Uh, strange also... guy coming to town. <laughs> there's also, like, a bunch of empty boxes and digging going on. That's weird, right? That's pretty weird. Just big empty boxes. Um, uh, yeah, and Dracula's bringing his kidnapping bag out with him, too. And later... <laughs> <laughs> A woman returns hysterical, screaming at Jonathan, like, give me back my kid. <laughs> and then a word like, from Dracula sets a pack of wolves on her. And Jonathan's like, knowing what is happening to her son, he's like, it's probably better this way. And this book is fucking hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Murdering children and then having dogs attack their mom when they come right. like, uh, lamenting their passing. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> He gets pretty desperate and makes an attempt at, you know, anything, and decides yep. he's going to climb in Dracula's window, uh, and finds, like, a bunch of dusty furniture and uh, ancient coins, Ooh. and a stairwell leading down to a sort of ruined church graveyard, and there's Dracula, uh, sleeping or maybe dead, but his eyes are open and hateful. Uh... Sort of tries to search him for keys and stuff, but gets uh, scared and scurries back to bed. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, he uh, goes back to his room and uh, is terrified and stuff that he decides to read in the library. Yeah. And falls asleep uh, until Dracula wakes him and goes over his travel arrangements for the following day. He's like, man, I'm really scared. I need to go. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> can't I go now? He's like, oh yeah, let's go. Uh... <laughs> and then there's a bunch of fucking wolves yeah and there's mm -hmm. a bunch of wolves and stuff it's like maybe not tonight yeah I'll, I'll go tomorrow <laughs> yeah when the wolves when the wolves are aren't here yeah so. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah he goes back to his room and is hearing those weird sisters whispering like patience you know tomorrow's our night and he's like oh shit so next morning <laughs> finds the front door locked so again climbs in his room finding him again in the box uh, this time with the lid on and uh, strangely he seems younger and there's like blood dripping from his mouth weird yeah it's so weird <laughs> and he's like oh man and here I am helping this guy move to London like what am I doing yep. so, right. he tries to attack him with a shovel uh, and only manages to cut his forehead and then, hearing some men coming, he runs away and is trapped in another room. Decides he's going to go, like, I'm going to get a handful of gold, and I'm going to just get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm just going to run. Like, even jumping off a cliff would be better than waiting for, like, the devil and his children to eat me. Mm-hmm. So. A that's kind of where we leave him death. off. Yeah. Like, I'll just jump to my death. It's fine. So then we switch over to some letters, letters between Mina uh, and Lucy. Basically, like, it's like, great news. Jonathan just said he's on his way home. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy's like, damn. Guys be trying to all date me and stuff. I'm like, I got three right. love confessions in one day. Like, my milkshake is bringing all the boys to the yard. <laughs> uh, one of them is... already. Jeez. <laughs> in, like, one day. Like, 
in a row? Like, come on. Don't yeah. try to get any love <laughs> confessions on the way to the parking lot. Like, I was I was really waiting for for Mina's journal at some point to be like, God, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I know we're friends, but God, she gets a firm calm down from me. Like, come on. <laughs> no, I think you know that's what you wanted for your Victorian friend was a lot of marriage proposals. Yeah, wants prospects. Mm-hmm. Because are they even like allowed to be kissing right now? Like, no. No. They have to be, mm-hmm. like, engaged before that's okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Correct, no, it, but no, that was the, the protocol. Yeah, officially <laughs> it never happened. Officially. Only with uh, some degenerate classes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we learned from Bridgerton, if you were seen kissing, you better be engaged. Yep. Or the ton will be a Twitter. Yeah. Anyway. Or, unfortunately, be Irish, but you wouldn't be in the ton then anyways. <laughs> You'd just be Irish. Yeah. And miserable. Uh, Unfortunately. So yes, the three three confessions are from one, a Dr. John Seward, he of the nearby asylum. Two, this American guy from Texas who's straightforward and uh, loves slang. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. was really on about his slang. Well, I mean, people are still like that about Americans. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. She's very impressed that he says bruh all the time. Bruh. (laughs) Uh, and three, he's like, well, do I really need to tell you? And I was like, yes, who is that? Who is that? But I guess that's Arthur. Yeah. Who I guess is away at this point, but, uh, she's like, if only a woman could marry as many men as love her. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So she's a freak. Mm -hmm. Guess I know what's (laughs) happening to her later. Uh... (laughs) Mm, You don't know. Uh, let's see. There's a note from the Dr. Seward about uh, Lucy basically rejecting him mm-hmm. and attending to a patient uh, who's more than your usual lunatic, uh, yeah. Renfield. He mm-hmm. of great this, strength and some fixed idea. Tells, mm-hmm. you, tells you also a lot about what they thought of uh, people who were mentally irregular at the time. Yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of uh, offhand comments about how like lunatics are all a certain way. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what they thought. Yeah. Even even just, just the word lunatic. Yeah, just getting the inklings of maybe something more is here that we can do. Yeah, but yeah, very no. much in his infancy. Yep. Yeah, treating mental health. Yeah, and like uh, Renfield's thing that we're going to talk about in a minute, like creep me the hell out. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> just creep me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's also an invitation. I don't know if this has become important yet, but Quincy Morris to. Arthur Helmwood to come speak at his campfire. I guess that they were buds or something in the army. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I don't remember Quincy coming back into it. Um, then Mina's got a diary, and I think she is visiting Lucy. Uh, yes. Yeah. They, she has a long chat with a very old man about how gravestones are sweet lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was that won't they won't they won't yeah. serve as good character witnesses on judgment day i'm like is that right. what they were for no but they were more for uh looks and that comfort spot like they talk about yeah and you kind of paper over details when people die yeah put up the best foot forward type of deal right. so someone looking at their grave like a hundred years later would think nicely of them yeah, yeah i, I, I like i like the bit about how like no nah, his mom fucking hated him yeah <laughs> and, he, and he did it to make sure she didn't benefit yeah. yeah. 
type of yeah. deal. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds that's human right there. <laughs> that guy, that old guy, struck me as like pre-internet edgy atheist guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a cranky uh, old man. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> yeah, he was colorful. It took me a, a couple of tries to figure out what he was saying because yeah. he kind of wrote him in vernacular, but in, uh, in the Jordy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and still no word from Jonathan for over a month now. Just FYI. Right. Um, so Dr. Seward goes on and chronicles a lot more about Renfield and how he's been uh, catching flies and eating them occasionally. Yep. Mm-hmm. And doing a lot of number scribbling um, in, his, uh, in his notebook. And when asked to clear out his fly corpses, which I guess he's been keeping, he's like, okay, well, I'll just feed them to a new collection of spiders. Say and, what? And then the spiders are fed to sparrows, and then he asks for kitten. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they describe him as being zoophagous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Life-eating. Uh, and he seems to be figuring out how to eat the largest number of souls at one go. There you go. So like, yeah. I will farm the fly souls to the spiders, spiders to birds, and then I'll eat a cat later. He's, you know, he's building a dungeon. I guess. Harvesting souls. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like it. Mina lets us know that Lucy is taken to sleepwalking, which is never good. Nope. Somnambulism is like the sign of the devil or whatever. <laughs> if the exorcist is to be recalled, but... Um, and that her room's got to be locked at night to keep her from wandering off. Uh, Mr. Hawkins has received a one-line letter from Jonathan saying, oh, by the way, I'm on my way home. <laughs> but again, Mina doesn't take much comfort in it. Right. They meet up with that old guy again who's apologizing for going on about how gravestones, going on about gravestones and the like, but he's like, really, I'm just old? And old folks have to laugh at death, otherwise we'd be paralyzed with fear. There you go. But by the way, I think I'm going to die soon, so. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Anyway, peace out. Yep. And then uh, that chapter ends with like a note about a Russian ship coming in. Uh, doesn't seem to be trying to avoid this oncoming storm at all. And in fact, there is a big storm. And uh, the ship even runs aground in the harbor. And this is where we get that newspaper clipping mm-hmm. detailing the scene. And a large black dog leaping off the ship immediately after hitting ground and running off. And I like that the locals are like very interested in finding this random dog. Like, we yeah. could befriend him. Yeah. And he could be our cool dog friend. Yeah, he's going to be the town mascot. <laughs> Even though dog corpses are discovered, but whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, they, uh, they find that the ship really only had one guy who's dead, and his hands are lashed to the helm with a rosary. Yeah. And on him is a bottle with a Planet of the Apes-style level of journaling. Like, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's like riding on microfiche or something like yep. what he put in here but basically he tells the tale of the ship's journey with a cargo of you know just these large boxes filled with clay but like the crew is like slowly starting disappearing one by one mm-hmm. um so that's weird right mm-hmm. but also weird. there's a fog that surrounds the ship yep. and they uh even say sometimes they see a tall thin white guy just hanging out down there but that's weird, right? Totally. Can't find him. <laughs> Can't find him. Like Can't they're find they're him. all hallucinating at the same time. Um. So yeah, one by one they all disappear until the captain and the first mate are left. 
first mate's like, fuck this, I'm gonna go investigate in the holds and returns screaming and throws himself overboard. You know. Hammond's like, I know. The water will save him. <laughs> I'll oh, just tie my he's hands. A sailor, he'd rather die in the water. It's yeah. exactly and, like uh, the guy. Jonathan's yeah. like, I'd rather die jumping off the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So the captain makes a note how he's like, I know what's going on now. Ties his hand Wait. to the helm with the only thing that he fears to touch. And one once again they pointed out like um that the crew, everyone who was disappearing and superstitious and all of that, uh, yeah. was all Romany. Oh yeah, I missed they that. Were all, oh, yeah. They were all Romanian, and uh, the the mates were Russian, right? Oh, and yeah. so that's that's why. First of all, like the yeah the the Russian uh, the Russian mate was like <laughs> superstitious nonsense, <laughs> all this bullshit. And then finally was like, oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> the dude's real. Uh, <laughs> I regret my decision. Ah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. See how far I can swim in the English Channel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is everyone in town agrees the captain's a hero. Yeah. They um, do. Yep. Um, so Mina notes again that Lucy's been very restless. No doubt because of the storm and the boat. Um, mm -hmm. steered by a dead man also the old guy did die like he was found with his neck broken probably had been frightened and fell back or something not suspicious at all nope Yeah. <laughs> but I like that she's like I'm going to start taking her on walks to tire her out like, with, a, <laughs> with a mischievous puppy or something like, right <laughs> yeah a four year old so, uh, <laughs> but you know alas the, the walks do tire her out but and leave her in spirits, but uh, don't stop the sleepwalking. In fact, uh, Mina wakes one night to find that Lucy is gone, and without a house court nor a dress, <gasps> just in her night clothes. So scandalous. She has to run oh, out in the no. night and finds Lucy sitting by the bay, and like some sort of dark figure leaning over her, like with a white face and red eyes. Right. And when she runs to her, like. Uh, Throwing a shawl over her and like uh, fastening it very hastily around her neck with a safety pin. Mm -hmm. and it scares that guy away. Um, and then she notes that she must have been really too hasty in trying to uh, apply that shawl because there's two red marks on her neck. Must have been from the pin. Definitely her fault. Definitely right. her fault. That was definitely no her. other reason. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not like a hint or anything. Yeah, and and again, like going back to that whole like, uh, oh, vampires thing. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess you could put it together with clues from earlier in the book, you know. Yeah, like with the with the ladies biting at Jonathan. Yeah, one can. Yeah, it would have been interesting to start with Mina, I think, and like have Jonathan's stuff be revealed later when they find him. But right, yeah. right, anyway. but then it would be out of order, and that would be. Well, they did yeah. make note in the like lead in that like we arranged these notes this way so it would make more sense. But yes, mm -hmm. yeah. So over the next several days, Lucy seems lively during the day, but it's restless at night. Yes, um, it's just that uh, Mina has to keep the room key strapped to her wrist so she won't just go and get out. And also, it's weird that she's always at the window. Uh, oh, sorry, a, their window is visited. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The window's being visited by this one bat. Like, weird. 
Got a bat. Or sometimes it. a large bird on the sill. Yeah. And Lucy's like, you know, asleep at the open window. Right. And actually, now that you mention it, she seems very pale and listless. And those red dots at her neck aren't getting better. In fact, the opposite. Yeah. And again, she's like, if this keeps up, I'm going to have to send her to the doctor. And like, she and Jonathan are like a perfect match. <laughs> it's been weeks of her being like, walking around at night and standing at empty windows. I'm going to start getting concerned soon. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe um, this is just, uh, you know, like I said, maybe, maybe this is just a sign that uh, she's like, God, this bitch. <laughs> If I wasn't staying at her house, I probably wouldn't be bothering, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, she does finally get word from Jonathan or word that Jonathan is very sick and that she should go to him and help in his recovery and bring him home and maybe just get married. Like while they're out there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Renfield has abandoned his flies and spiders for now talking about how the master is near. Yes. And like who bothers with random maidens when their bride is nearby. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think of Tor- Torgo whenever we start talking about the master. Yes. But that's just me. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's uh, basically, it's the same uh, Yeah. Same dynamic. Right. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Torgo stole it from this, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes. So he even breaks out of his cell at night, naked, and runs to the nearby old house, pressing against the uh, the church, I think. Yep, the chapel door. The chapel door. Uh, basically begging the master to not pass his faithful servant over now that he's so close. Dr. Seward's like, this is fine. Yep. Yeah. Totally Just, cool, these, come on back. These lunatics, you know, they're crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Spouting uh, some kind of nonsense. <laughs> Mina sends word back to Lucy that she has spoken to Jonathan, and in fact, they are married now. Oh Right my there God. in the hospital bed. Just like every girl's dream. Yep. And he's given her his journal of his times of brain fever. And it's uh-huh, like, yes. listen, I'm not going to talk about it, but if you ever feel the need, here's everything I wrote down about it. <laughs> right? So, uh, she, in a sign of their trust, wraps it up and seals it. Like, I'll put this away forever. Read it. That's definitely not going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. No. It's not going to be broken is, open. They're maybe. just going to be happy the rest of the time. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, Lucy writes back letting Mina know that she's doing much better and uh, no longer sweep, sleepwalking for sure. Also, Arthur's back. And they're to be married at the end of September, which is great. It's going to happen. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing by the end of September will nothing be Nothing at all. No. <laughs> nothing at all. Well, yeah, I think it's like the next time she writes, we figure out she's just making that shit up. Like, don't worry about me anymore. I'm fine. But right, yeah, totally anyway. fine. Uh, so Renfield has been, you know, pretty calm lately, and the doctor's like, I know what I'll do. I'll set up an escape opportunity and follow him. See what's going on there. That's uh, totally safe. <laughs> which event eventually he takes like again yeah this is really smart like let like the Hannibal Lecter out of his his cell and see what happens see what he does yep Let's well he's he gonna go to Europe and he's gonna eat people for science <laughs> for science <laughs> yep he goes right back to that old house and the chapel where he violently resists recapture until he doesn't anymore 
Yep. yep. He's like gazing off in the way, and there's a large bat flying away, but like with purpose, not like how a bat flies. Yeah, right. Doc, with Dr. Real Seward purpose. is sure to point out that the bat is flying in a straight line, <laughs> which I don't think is something I would have noticed. No, uh, I don't think so either. Bats fly in straight lines if they're going home and shit. No, like, they swoop around and stuff. Not always. <laughs> they it's swoop the mostly when they're hunting. Well, because they're getting them bugs. <laughs> yeah, but I don't uh, think the Victorians took that much pains to watch what bats do. Yeah, so. probably, probably some of them did. A few, like the naturalists. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there yeah. was one guy who was really into bats. Bats were his thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. So, meanwhile, um, Arthur texts Dr. Seward that he's very worried <laughs> about Lucy's health. Like, can you come examine her, but, like, secretly so you don't upset her mom who's dying? It would surely have a heart attack if she knew her daughter was sick. Right. It's like, plus, it, I know it'll be weird since you love her so much, but, but please. <laughs> so he does find a way to secretly examine her uh noting that she's um putting on a mask of good spirits when others are around but yeah. as soon as they're all alone she sinks into depression which could just be him you know like she doesn't want to hang out with that guy she yeah. refused his love confessions anyway but right yeah it's awkward yeah like, she isn't anemic, but I'm very concerned that she has trouble breathing. So I'm writing to my buddy in Amsterdam, Professor Von Helsing. He's going to ah, help assess. Yes. And why uh-huh. he's, he's, he's the fucking best, he says. Yeah. Again, I, I really wish I didn't know things about lore. Yeah. I know, right? Point, yeah. I'd love to know, meet these people for the first time. Yeah. 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 Would have been great. Not immediately recognize the name Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, he's like, he's down. He's like, I'll be right there. So. Yeah. I, I really liked... Uh, be there in five days' time. I really I really liked um, all of the fucking, like, what what did he have? Like, MD, PhD, uh, something <laughs> right. or other, and et cetera, et cetera. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Knows his shit. Yeah. He's the bomb. He's heavily credentialed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he eventually, he does pay her a visit and examines her, uh, having some chit-chat. And uh, I liked him being like, you know, Dr. Seward's busy with crazy people all day, and he's also a loser, so what does he know about talking to ladies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's my friend, but... Yeah. But he is... He's not loser. so good, so yeah. yeah. I'm I'm clearly <laughs> superior choice here. Yeah. So he eventually agrees that it doesn't seem to be a cause for her illness or anemia, but she has lost a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Uh, yep. Yeah. I wonder what that could be. Renfield taking back up his flies and spiders and stuff, because um, he's like, it's all over. He abandoned me. Oh. But he goes Sorry, into a fit Renfield. of rage at noon. But then... Uh, at night, he seems really calm and, like, brushes them away. So, weird, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Very weird. Um, and Lucy is worse still. Uh, and even her mother has asked for the doctor's help. So now they don't have to be secret about it. Mm-hmm. He calls right. Van Helsing back again for another examination. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's basically, like, bone dry of blood. Yeah. <laughs> Needs a transfusion. So they kind of debate, like, I'm really old. Pretty risky back old, then. So. Yeah. 
but I like I like that there wasn't any thought given to blood type in this conversation. <laughs> they didn't fucking know about that. Well, they're like Arthur will be the best because he's going to marry her. So you well, know. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they 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 knew about it. Uh, God, when did they? But they had out? that like other kind of shit they did right with like coagulating test or something. They did. They did something. But like, like they didn't really know about blood types per se like we have them when, yeah. when did when did they figure that out because seriously just giving someone a blood transfusion would kill them pretty dangerous <laughs> if the if the blood types didn't Let's match find out yeah um, well while you're looking that up or... i also thought it was interesting that later on when dr stewart has to give her one like he's like more blood types well, better we don't tell arthur he'll be jealous that so... your blood is in his in his wife According to ScienceABC.com, blood groups, blood types were discovered by Carl Landsteiner, who discovered the ABO blood group system in 1901 and RH in 1940. Okay. So See. famous among them all, of course, AB and O, blah, blah, blah. So a few years later. Okay. Yeah. So they, they I wonder what their state of the art was at the time. Yeah. Like, so this other one says, it's, it's kind of was... crazy that they... The one who found well, he the types, the he wasn't the first one to... He had in his suitcase, so... Yeah, and they'd been studying properties good. of blood since, like, the 1840s. Yeah. So they knew, like, some bloods you couldn't, I think, transfuse, but you couldn't really know for sure if it would work or not. Yeah. Or if it would kill the person. Yeah. But I feel like there was some kind of test they could do where if they dropped drops of blood in, like, a dish, they could see if it, like, coagulated or not. Yeah. And if it coagulated, you weren't supposed to give someone that per- that person the other person's blood. Yeah. Oh. So, but they didn't know all the detail details. It was still risky. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, because um, they started a French guy started trans uh, experimenting with transfusions in the eighteen forties. Yeah, but he was French, so. And then you got a German physician Karl von Lichtenberg in the eighteen eighties did some more studies. He was the first to suggest that there may be different types of human blood, but it wasn't until Landsteiner's work in the early 1900s that the existence of blood types was confirmed and accepted by the medical community. I wonder if Dracula knew about blood types. <laughs> uh, probably, he probably he knew probably some were tastier them. than others. Yeah. It's like, I love an O negative. Yeah. Didn't know why, but... <laughs> well, this um, is great. Yeah. So they like got to have a transfusion... Seaward volunteers, which I made a note in here, like that feels very brave at this time of year. Yes, <laughs> at this mm-hmm. century in this location, just in someone's yes. room. But Arthur appears anyway, and they're like, "Great, you go in there." So he's like, uh, <laughs> "He's like very distressed and can." He's like, "I would give my last drop of blood for her." And Van Helsing's like, "Well, we don't need the last one. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need all of it. <laughs> just most, of just it. some of it." Yeah. <laughs> and I also liked. Both times they give this transfusion, he's like, "Now go drink a lot of brandy. Yes. You'll feel better." <laughs> right? <laughs> Not wrong. You will. Which I mean, you it's a great way it. to get drunk cheap. Like donate a lot of blood and then go drinking. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yes, they do the transfusion and it works. Lucky them. Mm-hmm. Lucy's like looking better right away. Uh. But while they're, like, stitching her up, so to speak, like, they move this black velvet band on her neck, and they discover yeah. those red marks. Mm-hmm. Like, 
there's a hiss of insulation from Van Helsing and seeing he's like, uh-oh. Yep. It's like, I gotta go get some books real yeah. quick. You stay here. You watch her all night, goddammit. <laughs> so, uh, Lucy's even confiding in Dr. Seward that she fears sleeping. Uh, doesn't want to face sleep and all the horrors it brings, but can't exactly say what that means. Yeah. But, but uh, he's like, listen, if you start to have a bad dream, I'll wake you up and stuff. And she's like, all right. Right. Goes to sleep. Uh, obtains life and breath, health-giving sleep. And she's feeling way better after a couple of nights of actually sleeping, which, yeah, you would. Right. Um, she's basically like, now you need to go take a nap in this room uh, adjoining mine. There you go. Because, you know, two nights of not sleeping and he's very tired. But he's woken up by Van Helsing shaking him awake and they check on her and they're like, motherfucker, she drained of blood again. <laughs> what the hell? How does yeah, this they have to do another, another damn transfusion. Oh. This time it's got to be the doctor. Just put so. some garlic around her neck, guys. Come on. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, well, they get more blood into Lucy and she seems better, but not like as better as with Arthur's blood, I guess. So yeah. Right. He's like, uh, it's like, all right, listen, Seward, don't tell anyone what's happening here. And like, by the way, like, don't rule out even the craziest thing. If you're going to doctor house the situation, it could be the yep. craziest thing. It could be. It's sometimes it is, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. It's not it's always step. zebras, but sometimes it is zebras. It's not. Mm -hmm. like this. So he gives her a big present of some white flowers. She's like, uh, this is just garlic, though. He's like, yeah, yes. exactly. Rubs it all over the place like he's making like her room into garlic bread. Mm -hmm. Yum. Delicious. And he even makes her a necklace of the stuff. He's like, by the way, don't open the goddamn windows and don't take this off. Right. <laughs> it's like, now I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, I'm sure Wear she's it. going to be very much better. Very like soon. your life depends on it. Right. And that's where our section ends. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, we'll see what Good happens. Lord. So is Lucy going to make it? Or is she going to be like, well, you told me not to take it off, but I did. Yeah, yeah probably. The very next chapter. I, uh, <laughs> she probably does. Uh, I Yeah, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Unfortunately. It would be kind of anticlimactic to spend a lot of time, and then she's like, and then I was better. Right. The end. Yeah. <laughs> You've got 300 more pages to read. And it'll be like, well, they saved me, and then he had to go after someone else. Could be. Could be. But maybe not. Maybe not, though. See, I, I, w I would welcome some more characters. <laughs> I don't know if I want to spend, <laughs> spend another, like, 250 pages with these people. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> exclusively, but... I mean, that's... I, I think that's what it's going to be, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, I think we are going to see uh, uh, Mina and Jonathan return to England. Mm -hmm. We yes. will, that's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict that now. I don't think... I that say, is that not Keanu Reeves? Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got, uh, I got some feelings. <laughs> yeah. As long as more crazy shit happens, I'm down. But Yeah. I just don't want it to be another 130 pages of her being like, well, I'm feeling better. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm better. No, I, no, but I, I'm no I unfortunately think she is destined for a certain fate. It yeah. is. It is escalating. Yeah, and it will be someone else's fight to stop. Uh oh. Yes, the vampire who came to town. Uh oh. Well, you don't know That's that. That's the real name of the book. 
<laughs> it is the vampire who came to town. You don't know what's going on. It could be that dog. I don't, but I have <laughs> suspicions. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe it's that bat. Mm-hmm. No. No. Maybe you know who it is. We haven't heard from that driver from the the opening scenes for a long oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been no mysterious blue flames either. Yeah. Is anyone going to show up with a whip though and like hit him? Probably, dude. There's lots of carriages being driven around. Throw some no. fucking holy water at him. Yeah, so, like throw yeah. a cross at him like a boomerang. That's what I want. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now the the axe is the most useful. No, yeah. the knife. Oh, okay. Yeah, the knife is because the knife takes one heart, and you can like spam that shit. Yeah, that's true. Tr- straightforward. <laughs> pow pow pow! Oh man. Uh... So, uh, I guess our next reading assignment is to read until you hit chapter 20. Okay. So that's like another 135 pages. Okay. I'll write that down. Good lord. So, and we can figure out 11, when... 11 through 19 or something. Is that what we're saying? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chris, I know you've got a hard out. I do. Do you have anything else that's good that you want to talk about? No, we're just watching some animes. Watch oh. the... Uh, I told you about the cyberpunk one. That was really good. Oh, yeah. Netflix really kind of helps make the game feel nicer again. (laughs) Matt was telling me since they put it out, they updated shit in the game. So you can go, like, they make reference to what happened in the animes in, like, the news and shit. And you can, like, find one of the characters and stuff. So Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. I have heard people are going back to it now. Yeah. They should. Like, it's still... For the last gen systems, not quite the best looking, but it plays just fine now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they good. fixed all the janky shit. Driving vehicles is easier, and you know the shooting is a little better, so it's it's playable now. It's like just took them some time. Yeah. Okay. So they cool. got it fixed, so it's it's fun. I haven't played it in a few months, but when I was playing, it was fine. Nice. It was cool. good. Nice. Let's that in school, like we talked about, and that's pretty much all I'm doing these days. Yeah. Got Rosh Hashanah. Tomorrow Ooh. starts tonight. Oh, jeez. So. Oi. High holiday time. Woo. Yeah. Mazel tov. Getting into <laughs> it. A lot of stuff for the next month. Yeah. So, it'll be good. Yeah. Cool. That's all about that guy. Nice. Uh, other Chris, anything you want to mention? Uh, not, not that much, I guess. Uh, yeah. More red velvet content, I guess. <laughs> uh, Woo! Got that got that Silgi solo album coming out. Excited yeah, about that. Oh, I gotta hit stop for me. Okay. okay. What else? Uh they've got that uh um sort of like documentary thing going on that's uh Irene's work and holiday. Yeah. And that's pretty fun. Like it's it's basically like, you know, here's here's a day of her working. We're following her around, she's shooting a vlog. Yeah. And then, like, here's here's a day of her on vacation in Bali or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? Living the life. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Nice. And she's a, you know, she's a charming individual. Yeah. And it's, it's... like her hanging out with her, uh, you know, with her crew and, like, her, uh, um, like, like, her makeup team and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, her assistant and, like, her yeah. manager who's, like, running the camera sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, was that the same video you sent me where they were, like, in the car? No, so that's That's a even, different series. Yeah, so that's the whole group. That's the uh, Level Up Project. And, like, gotcha. uh, 
This is this is the fifth season of of that. Jesus. Yeah, like uh so they've they've done that four other times where basically <laughs> like, oh, red velvet's going on vacation somewhere. Yeah, just doing like, whatever. Let's let's watch them all hang out and do fun things. Yeah. Let's watch them get drunk at a vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> like that'll be great. It's a fine thing to do. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. But yeah, like uh uh I haven't I haven't watched any of the new uh level up project yet um yeah i think that only started this weekend actually i gotcha um and uh i i don't actually know of a place to watch it unless somebody like mm-hmm. uh releases it subtitled somewhere yeah i was like, gonna say I, I enjoyed that video you sent me a lot more when i realized i could turn on subtitles I'm like oh, oh shit. yeah 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 <laughs> the it's way better actually, when i know what they're saying they they Occasionally on YouTube, um, SM will will play the old Level Up project. Like they'll just do like two episodes at a time or something. Yeah, but it's it's like live. They're oh, like yeah. streaming it, like so streaming it's like it, you yeah. have to you have to be there at the time, or you're gonna like right. miss, miss it. it. And Makes uh, sense. it really sucks watching something like that when you haven't seen all of it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I missed an episode. I don't want to jump in and like <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna refer back to things that happened the other day. Yeah, like, you're like, I don't understand. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> but it is it is fun to watch them like dick around doing like uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, like zip lines <laughs> or like riding roller coasters or paragliding or yeah. you know whatever Do- the fuck they're doing, doing fun shit. They're they're doing fun shit and they're like uh yeah, generally being insane. <laughs> yeah. But somehow being cute while doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could go do a zip line, nobody would watch me. They're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see that guy do that. It looks terrible. <laughs> That's cool, right. Cool. Well, uh we saw a couple of movies that were strangely not based on comic books. Okay. Which is bizarre in my world anymore. Yeah. So last night we saw um Don't Worry Don't Worry Darling. That looked pretty cool. How was that? Uh I liked it. Okay. It's the kind of movie that you kind of don't want to know anything about. I I would expect that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh even to compare it to stuff would kind of give away some of what it's doing. I I definitely get a Stepford Wives feel from it. I think that's what you're supposed to feel like. Yeah. Um so that's not the one I want to talk about, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and once you've seen it, if you're interested in seeing it, we can talk more about it. But okay. Um, anyway, I'll probably the, see it at some point. The one we saw last weekend was "See How They Run," okay, which is like uh, it is a murder mystery about the play "The Mousetrap." Okay. So it's like very germane to our interests here. Like the it's um kind of framed around the play of the mousetrap being converted into a movie version. Uh-huh. And Adrian Brody's playing this like sleazy Hollywood director who's yeah. gonna make a movie out of it who gets, you know, murdered. Uh-huh. And so Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan have to figure out what's going on. Interesting. And it's, you know, very of course meta uh yeah murder mystery type thing um 
and you know maybe a little bit too camera winky for my tastes but yeah it was still fun it was very fun so okay you kind of know exactly what you're getting into if you've watched play like the mousetrap but right but it was uh saoirse ronan in particular was very good she always is yeah like she was great i've i i've been a fan of her i think since uh was it hannah Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fucking excellent. Yeah. She's in a weird group of uh, actresses now uh, that I'm like, I know that name, but I could never pick her out of a lineup. Like, Oh, really? Like her and uh, uh, Florence Pugh, who was in Don't Worry Darling. I'm like, oh, that's got to be her. Because <laughs> she's like the top billed actress, but I'm like, I would never know if she was. Walked she's, up to me. And was, she's that. Uh, she's that uh, other Black Widow, you know. Yes. Eventually, I figured that <laughs> figured yeah. that out. But like, and like Harry Styles, like it's been a running joke with uh, with us. Like, I don't know what he looks like either. And like yeah. any person who's got like kind of longish <laughs> hair and is, could speak with a British accent, I'm like I'm Harry Styles. I'm like, yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> I totally is, believe you. Is he a good actor? Uh, I didn't really notice many issues. Like people okay. on the internet seem to think he did better when he had a lot of emotion he had to do. Yeah, but I didn't really notice anything in particular that stood out. I'm like, ugh. So, yeah. Okay. He got a firm calm down from me in the first twenty minutes, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, could you two just chill a little bit? But seriously, I will note that. There were definitely people in the audience for that uh, that were only there because of Harry Styles. Yeah. Because he would say anything and they'd be talking to each other. I'm like, what the hell? It's just a guy. I'm like, oh, I wish he'd kiss me like that. My God. Say anything, just giggle. I'm like, come on, guys. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down all around. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so, but yes. See how the run was really good. And it would probably still be good as like a streaming type thing. So if yeah. you don't get a chance to get into the theater, it'd probably probably be just as good. Now I'm trying on to the Netflix. What uh, saw a theater in the movie? A movie in the theater. Um, yeah. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. Hmm. Hmm. Because uh, oh yeah, it was uh, it was Barbarian. Oh yeah. I saw saw that, but I didn't really. Sorry, I saw that that was in the theater, but I don't really know much about it. It was it was a very solid uh, horror movie. Oh, like like an actual horror movie, not like a what? like a <laughs> jump scary like horror movie. Crazy. Yeah, like uh, like lots and lots of tension. Nice. Like the the basic premise is is that like. Um, this this woman gets an Airbnb in like a yeah. really rundown area of Detroit. Uh-huh. And uh she finds that there's somebody already there mm-hmm. who like apparently booked on like some other thing and they're like, Well that's weird. <laughs> but there's nowhere else to go and all the hotels are booked up with some conference or something, so I guess we'll just have to hang out together. Yeah. And then some really weird shit happens. <laughs> uh, and right? uh, I don't want to say any more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But it's like, just, it's just mayhem. I'll just, I'll just stuff. say like, whatever you think it is, it's, it's not that. 
<laughs> like, nice. They they definitely did a good job of uh, of really like burying it, hmm. and the the reveal was really satisfying. And I would say that like uh, the characters are all really great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just like it's it's a really solid movie. Like nice. uh, like a yeah B plus. Oh, nice! It's got uh, Pennywise in it. It's got Pennywise, and it's it's got uh, Justin Long doing doing huh. what Justin Long does best. Sell you Max. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like, yeah. He's <laughs> like he's such a fucking bro in this movie. <laughs> nice, cool, cool. Well, I also have a hard out. All right, all right, cool, cool. I will talk to you very soon. Yep. See you. Take care. Okay, that was our session for today. And since we're already running a little bit long, let me quickly remind you that the homework for next time, if you're reading along, is to cover chapters 11 through 19. So once you hit 20, just stop. You're done. Also, a really quick on-second thought. Listen, any number of love declarations you receive on a given day is all right. One's already got to be great, so two twice as good, three... It's got to be amazing. Even zero is a fine number to receive. I really only start to question it when you hit something like seven, and even then only because I don't know how you fit in that many meetings in a day. But listen, you do you, all right? Today's episode was compiled from a series of newspaper clippings, journal entries, and personal letters written by Chris, Chris Ham, Chris, other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. So the kitten, right? Uh huh. Completely other top. Yeah, kitten. Uh, the other cats are like, "Fuck that cat!" Like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's much. how it goes. You gotta yeah. introduce them slowly. Like, yeah. Again, like we have our kittens in another room. Yeah, still. And like, yeah, still. And uh, our <laughs> our cat when she's eating is still like, "What the fuck? Don't look at me!" <laughs> like even even us, she doesn't trust us. Yeah. Like, no, you you brought this into this house. <laughs> I can't believe you. you did this to me. Never forgive you. You assholes. <laughs> yeah, Dongo, Dongo jumped into my lap today, and as soon as I touched her, she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Fuck you. And then left. <laughs> You've been around those other cats. Yep. The jerk.